0: Hello once again, dear ones. It is good to see you back here for the second part of this before we go any further down this rabbit hole that uh, we've gone down with codependency. There are some things that I have to say first, I am very sorry for the poor, sound quality of the the podcast that is upcoming. Uh, I am still learning podcast things, and apparently I have a lot to learn about my microphone. Um, the second thing is I usually edit the ever-loving hell out of my podcasts because I do a lot of ums and a lot of and, but, you know, I do a lot of those I I left nearly everything in this episode in this this talk with Didi because it was so raw and it was so it was it moved me it it moved me very much and it like I said it it was just raw it was heartfelt so I just I left most of it the way it was. Uh, there were a couple of things that I had to take out a couple of slip ups. Uh, There was there was one instance I had to bleep Didi, she referred to herself by name. And I couldn't edit it out. Because there was something else going on either. We were both talking or she was talking very fast. Uh, There was some reason I couldn't edit it out but yeah I had to bleep so that's my first experience bleeping anything but no where we uh where we goofed up and I did have to edit was uh there were some instances where we made reference to her ex-fiance and it would have been easy to figure out who he was we were very 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 extremely careful not to do that so I I did I went back and I edited anything with his name or a description of him other than being a controlling asshole but no I I, I took everything uh out that you could use to identify him in a personal manner uh, this is not this is not about him this is about Dee Dee. This is Dee Dee's side of the story. Also, her ex tends to be somewhat on the vindictive side. So that's all I'm going to say about that, to quote Forrest Gump. Well, to misquote Forrest Gump. Most of uh, what you are about to hear from Dee Dee, I had no idea. I suspected a little bit. But I had absolutely no idea how bad things had gotten. I I really didn't. Um and like I mentioned before I started my part of the codependency podcast, learning everything that I learned from Dee Dee that you are about to hear, it affected me deeply. It affected me obviously as her mother it I still as her mother I still can't wrap my head around it. As a fellow human being and a a a just a person on this planet with Dee Dee, it still affected me that I have known someone to go through what she went through. So I did. I had to set it aside so I could deal or until I could deal, I guess, is, is uh, probably the best way I can put it is I had to set it aside until I could deal with it. So again, my, uh, my final thing that I have to say before we get this podcast underway is I, I do apologize once again for the lateness and getting this out to you. I think it's worth it. So without further ado, Let's stop by Dee Dee's place. I am here. This is Mama J. I am here with Dee, Dee darling daughter. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and uh, Didi has been so good as to come on here and uh, share some thoughts with us. So I'm going to just let Didi take over, and she has a look of utter terror on her face. So, Didi had an appointment with her therapist today, and she has gone over all these ideas that she's going to talk to us about. The therapist actually supported her in doing this, so yay! Yay! And hopefully she's not seeing a therapist because of things her mother did to her. <laughs> uh, if she did, hopefully she'll tell me about it. And um, so just jump right in. okay. Um, Now, the episode is about codependency, and I know that there was this couple back when you were in high school that this was always an issue. So, do you want to talk about them a little bit? Uh, sure, yeah, let's talk about them a little bit. Okay, okay, now they shall remain nameless. This is yes. just going to be the, the, the first example. Yes. Okay, is it, is it a him and a her, a her and a her, a he and her?
1: A uh, him and a her. A, a him and a her. A him okay. and a her, yeah. A <laughs> him and a her Okay. Okay, so I didn't, I wasn't the closest friends with these people, mm-hmm. but... I kind of, you know, they were in the friend circle. Right, right, right. And I just, I kind of saw an outside glance of their relationship. Usually
0: the people from the outside looking in get a more accurate picture than the people on the inside. Yeah.
1: And, I don't know, they just, they had to do everything together. They could not be separated, and if they had to take a class apart from each other, they... They had to be all over each other in between classes or yeah. during lunchtime or after school. They wouldn't go anywhere. Okay,
0: so they were that gross, disgusting yeah. couple that everybody's like, eh, Yeah. Get a room.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I know one time we, as the friend group, all went out to this restaurant somewhere. Right, right. And for some reason, the boyfriend was running late and yeah. he couldn't get there. But since we had all carpool, since, you know, high school, not everyone drives Right. Yet, yeah. Um... The girl came with us, but the boyfriend was running behind and was coming separately. Okay. And we were all like, well, you know, let's just all go ahead and go ahead and order food. Right. But the girl was or like... Or at least
0: an appetizer, Yeah.
1: Right? And the girl was like, no, no, no. We have to wait for him. I won't eat without him. I won't eat without him. Yeah. She just sat there hungry watching the rest of us eat. So you guys went ahead and ordered
0: appetizers and food and... and Yeah. Dessert and catnip, and it, the
1: cat's rubbing against my leg. So,
0: um, so you ordered, and you were sitting there eating. How long did it take him to get there?
1: It took another like twenty minutes or so, but it was just really uncomfortable watching her just kind of sit there waiting for this boyfriend. Now, how,
0: I'm very curious. I don't know that I've ever heard this story. I I know I didn't hear a lot of your high school sto- stories. Because you were going through the surly teenager phase, and when I say that, I say it jokingly because you were a pretty damn good kid. <laughs> um, I don't even know where I was going with this. How did? Okay, yes. When he finally got there, how did she handle it? Did she? Did she fuss at him for being late? Did, no, there
1: was no fussing. She was just glad that he was there. But, you know, they finally they finally ate and then the rest of us were kind of sitting there awkwardly while they were eating and it just it was just really all uncomfortable all around. Oh my
0: goodness. Now when when something like that happened, did anybody ask them, you know, why are you so clingy or
1: No We I mean being high schoolers we didn't really
0: well yeah a high school relationship is a different dynamic yeah so yeah okay I got it
1: I got it (laughs) and I mean it's just kind of weird sometimes to bring it up like hey why are you doing this yeah
0: yeah yeah I get that like like you know somebody walking down the street and they can't walk and chew gum you want you might want to ask them if they trip but other than that you can't ask them dude why are you so uncoordinated (laughs) (laughs) so okay i get it i get it um did they do any other things that that seemed because that does that that seems like a big red codependent flag yeah the the, so she was waiting on him
1: yeah before she does he offer her the same courtesy i'm not sure but something tells me probably yes (laughs) Okay. Okay. Are they still
0: together? No. No. Okay. No, they okay. ended
1: up breaking up sometime around college. I don't know if it was right okay. before college okay. or okay. or something like that.
0: Okay. Okay. That's because uh, I was wondering. Usually, in my experience and the experience that I saw you with with your ex fiance. I've noticed that there tends to be a a dominant personality and a I-want-to-make-you-happy personality. Definitely. You and I tend to have the I-want-to-make-you-happy personalities. Yeah. And that is a codependent personality. Yeah. So I just wondered if he exhibited signs of codependence as well.
1: Yeah, he definitely showed traits of wanting to do everything in his power to make her happy and... I don't know how much of that I saw in reverse with her trying to make him happy. Yeah. Uh, But he would definitely, like, you know, go out of his way to do things, like, Uh give up his free time, his, like, you know, homework time. I'm pretty sure some of his classes suffered a little bit because they wanted to spend so much time together.
0: Okay. 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 And that, that is a common thing with high school and college students both. And, and even, and even with, uh, like me and your dad, there were things that I gave up just because it didn't fit in with our lifestyle or whatever. And, you know, I thought maybe that would make him happy. It never did. So yeah, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so, uh, was there, was there anything else that they did that, that pointed to codependency? Um, not that I personally
1: observed, okay, I think I just asked you that I'm not sure, so, <laughs> um, I did hear from other friends in the group that were closer to them that they didn't get mm-hmm. to spend a lot of time hanging out with either either, either individual, or. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. so other friendships kind of suffered because of it,
0: and that's a sad thing, yeah, that's a sad thing when and that happens a lot in just relationships it's it's hard to go into a relationship with somebody outside of your friend group, and still keep the same friend group. But it can be done. It's just when you are codependent, you just let things slide. Yeah. So, well, that brings us to the ex-fiance. Do you want to talk about some of your experiences with him or no? Sure. Because I have, I have a whole thing that I'm going into about dad. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's see where to start. Just start in the middle and jump around. Now I want to say with you, some of the things that I noticed were in hindsight. And it's because I feel, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like your ex-fiance kind of
1: isolated you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that with some of my stories. Okay,
0: okay. I, I did wonder about that because, you know, like I said, in hindsight, I was trying to let you leave the nest and fly and be a free little birdie. I'm doing bird hands here. You can't see them. I put your silence down to that. I, I was very sad, you know, that we couldn't hang out or didn't hang out or, or things like that. Because you and I had a really, really great relationship. Yeah. And I missed that. But at the same time, I'm like, no, she's just not living at home anymore. Boo hoo hoo. Woe is me. <laughs> so I found other friends to hang out with. But at the same time, I didn't realize that you were in trouble a little bit isolated and you were making the wedding plans and everything. And on my side of it, I was really starting to get worried because there was something about you that didn't seem happy. And I talked to my friends and the people that I worked with. And I, I was just very vague in general. I'm like, Dee just doesn't <coughs> seem happy. And sorry. So I'm talking to my friends and I'm like, Dee just doesn't seem very happy As Dee Dee's mother, is there anything that I can do or I should do? And I had friends in your age group. I had friends in my age group that I asked. Everybody agreed. Back off. Don't say anything. You can't do that as this person's mother. So that's what I saw. And you even told me that that was good advice because you probably would have dug your heels in and married this fool. Yeah. So... Let that be a lesson to anybody who's listening out there. If you're a mother, <laughs> shut your mouth. Let your let your baby figure it out. But I mean, was there anything in retrospect I could have done to help you, or did this have to be a Didi thing?
1: It. I think it really had to be a me thing. Okay. A me and and it me did, thing. Uh, a me and me. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Just. Totally on you.
1: Yeah, I, I saw a therapist for a little while about a different therapist than the one I'm seeing now, and and, and, and this
0: was while you were with the fiance. Yeah, okay. And it
1: was it was nice, but. I don't know, me and the therapist just didn't quite gel, and that's okay. Yeah,
0: No, and that happens. That happens a lot. I had a therapist that I'm going to be telling a story about your dad that I did not mesh with this therapist, and I'm big on therapy. I'm big on psychiatric help. I'm big on psychological help. And if you don't have a therapist that you mesh with, just keep trying. So I'm glad that you kept trying. (laughs) So, uh, did you, did you try to get the ex to go to therapy
1: with you? No. I tried to push him to get therapy for himself because, uh, when he had a very traumatic event happen to him, he... Definitely needed some kind of help, but every Mm -hmm. time I would bring up going to the therapist, he's like, no, I don't want to talk about my problems.
0: So, to him, bringing up his problem was scary. Yeah. Okay. And he just didn't want to face it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Despite the
1: fact that uh, the school that he went to offered free therapy sessions for students.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. 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 Wow. Wow. If you ever have a chance to have free therapy, do it. And see, just do it to see if you need therapy. Oh, my. Okay. Wow. So, jump right in and tell me some of these stories about the ex. Am I going to go kick his ass when we're done here? Uh, probably. Okay. So, you've got bail money, right?
1: Yeah. Okay! When the the next stimulus check check hits, I will. (laughs)
0: Okay, so if my listeners are not getting a podcast, you know I'm in jail for kicking the ex-fiancé's butt.
1: Um, (laughs) so I guess the most relevant story right now that I can think of, it's not even really a story. So, the isolation that you noticed. Yes. Um, so whenever, like... We would come hang out at our house while I was still living at home, or Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, let's go visit my parents, or hey, I'm going to go hang out with my mom, or blah, blah, blah. Right. He would be like, "Are you sure? You mm-hmm. know how your mom is, blah blah blah." Okay, you now just- I have to interrupt and ask what he meant by that. And I'm not asking as
0: your mother. I'm just because, asking because you curious. enjoy talking and we get into oh, conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so we're there for longer yeah. than we had planned on. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we would get into conversations and he'd get annoyed because we were excluding him. No, or? not even that, but he just You know, he wants to do something else. He wants me to, I don't know, be at home with him instead of somewhere else. So let me interrupt you
0: and ask you this. If it was his idea to come spend time with me and Dad, would it have been okay? Would he have sat there and gotten annoyed? Mm, He probably still would have gotten annoyed, yeah. So, okay, okay, so that's just a parental thing.
1: I think so, More or less,
0: Okay. Okay. But
1: it it was kind of that that first stage of kind of making me feel guilty about going to spend time with you. Ah, okay,
0: yeah, okay, okay. And how did that progress? Um, <laughs> seeing you less and
1: less, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but then you you were still in college. You were you were living with the fiance. You were working a crazy amount. And you had one particular extracurricular activity that took up a lot of time. So I put that down to you just not having the time. Yeah. To come see me. So Which I mean,
1: don't, don't like write that off. I was still very busy. I know you were. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, okay. So, Okay. And actually, speaking of that extracurricular activity that yes, you mentioned, yes. uh, like you said, that was a big part of my life, and it still is. It, it
0: It is, yes.
1: Um, But I would be telling him stories that would sometimes involve one of my best friends who was a guy, uh-huh. or I'd just be telling stories about it in general, and he'd get really annoyed, like, why are you mentioning this guy so much? Why are you mentioning this? Why are you talking about this? I don't want to hear your stories because about this. Because it was
0: something important to you. yeah. Oh, dear. And this okay. best
1: friend, I had already told him, we see each other as brother and sister. Yeah. He's a great person, but he has qualities that I would not be able to stand in right. a partnership. Right.
0: <laughs> so you gave him this reassurance about this, yeah. this friend, and that wasn't good enough? No. He was jealous or Yeah or was he jealous of the friend or jealous of the time spent with the friend?
1: Probably both. Both okay. So yeah. he was that
0: insecure about himself.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which has affected me today because when I'm telling my current boyfriend about stories about work and I have a coworker who is gay, married to a man, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty about telling stories. It's like, oh my gosh, what if I'm mentioning this guy too much? And I'll ask him, Hey, and I'm am I mentioning this too much? Mm-hmm. He's like, He's gay, I don't care.
0: Well, even even if he wasn't gay, would your current boyfriend mind? I mean, that's why everybody thinks Miles and I are sleeping together because I talk about him so much. But and yeah, I can say his name. He's been on the podcast before and everything. But um, and and I've reassured my listeners because he and I have that dynamic, almost like you and I do. And no, I'm not sleeping with you either. Um are tied. <laughs> Okay, if you caught that, that's fine. I don't want to edit that out. But uh we are big SEC people here, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh but no, so people think that I'm I'm sleeping with Miles, but so if if this friend of yours wasn't gay, would your current boyfriend still have no problem with He you talking has about actually
1: it? told me, um, That he has had slight jealous feelings over a friend of mine, but that he was being irrational about it because he knows that that guy's not my type. So he would tell me. Okay,
0: so current boyfriend sounds like he is a lot more uh, introspective. Yes. Okay. Okay. And let me ask you this, because I I think I know the answer, but I'm not sure. Uh, Does current boyfriend have a therapist? Yes. Ah! (laughs) Oh, <laughs> ah, okay, okay. See, this is why I'm a big believer in therapy. And therapy for everybody. Okay. So, okay, back to the fiancé. Okay. And he is getting irritated with you talking about something that is obviously, it, it's a great source of enjoyment, even though it's a great source of stress, too. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a, it's a huge part of your life still to this day, and... He didn't want to hear about it. And how did yeah. that make you feel? You said guilty or... Sad.
1: Very sad. sad. Yeah. Because it made me feel like no one cares about my stories. Yeah. And that made me feel more dependent on him because he'll begrudgingly listen.
0: Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's ugly. Yeah. That's ugly. At any time, did you think <laughs> mom liked my stories? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's just me asking as a jealous mother. Okay. Uh, so, what else was there?
1: Um, There was a big incident towards the end of our relationship. A friend of mine, a male friend of mine, was mm-hmm. having some really bad mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, like 11 o'clock at night. And I was the only one he could get into contact with. Yeah. And... I was worried about his safety. So I'm just like, dude, come over here and talk to me. We can talk this out. We can cry it out. Just, I'm worried about you. You don't need to be alone right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that was the perfect thing to do. And if anybody out there needs help like that, call somebody. Call that person that you know you can rely on. So, yes, do that. Okay.
1: And uh, this is when me and him were living together. You
0: and the fiancé. Yes. Okay.
1: And granted... I should have alerted him that I was inviting someone over. But this was kind of an emergency. Yeah, yes? and I, I okay. didn't even think of it. Yeah.
0: Because at this time, you're in panic mode for your friend. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. And so we're talking it out. we're just, we're on the couch in the living room right by the front door. And it's a dude. Yeah. Okay. We're We're talking, we're crying, all the happy, fun, sadness. Yeah. And the fiance gets home from work. And mm-hmm. he's like... What's going on here? And I'm like, Oh my God, I should have told you about this. I'm so sorry, okay. And so we get everything sorted out. The friend leaves, and was the friend okay?
0: Yes, everything worked out fine. yeah, okay, okay, good. cause so I don't remember hearing about this, and I worry about your friends. I like your friends, most of them.
1: But so, after this friend left, he was like, what was up with that? And I'm like, he was having a crisis. I invited him over because I was worried. Now, let me worried.
0: interrupt you because I'm really good at that. How obvious was it what you guys were doing? It was very obvious. It was very
1: obvious. Like you said, there
0: were tears involved. Yeah. I'm sure there were tissues and, yeah. and ta- paper towels and toilet paper and yeah. whatever. So, and it and you were probably like... Holding his hand as a friend or patting his back saying there. No, They're I wasn't there. even touching him at this weren't point. Weren't even touching I was him. next
1: to him on the couch. Next to him but... on the couch.
0: But that's it. And yeah. people sit next to each other on couches all the time. Yeah. Okay. So, when friend leaves and everything is, is looking a little brighter, um, fiance starts to pick a fight or... Kinda.
1: He's like, well, what was going on with that? What was going on? I... He was having a crisis. I invited him over. I'm sorry. I should have given you a heads up. That's my fault. But I was concerned. Okay. Well, I just I just don't want you having anyone over without me here. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, excuse me? I don't want anyone here was without me name, here. Was your
0: name on that lease? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing it. Go kick some butts. Okay.
1: So I'm like, not even my best friend's. No, not even my mom. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. We might need the bail money.
0: We might need the bail money, yes.
1: Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Dee Dee can see the look on my face, and uh, that's why she said we may need the bail money. So hit that Patreon account.
1: Because I think... I think this was after our cabin trip where I had already talked to you. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Why don't you tell our, our listeners about that a little bit?
1: Okay, so basically we went on a nice little uh, vacation to a cabin just for a week of getaway. Yeah. And Didi
0: had, we were supposed to have gone to the beach and a hurricane came. So Didi had the devastation off. rained. Sorry, Hamilton <laughs> reference. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Okay, um, so, yeah, the hurricane came, and devastation rained, and... Uh, <laughs> have hopefully- you seen Hamilton? No, I haven't. <gasps> yeah, so I know. Everybody keeps telling me that. <laughs> but Dee uh, Dee D- D had the week off. I keep trying to say your name. Dee <laughs> Dee had the week off. I had the week off. And I asked her, I said, well, do you want to have a staycation, or do you want to go somewhere? And she says, I really want to get away. I really need some time to myself. Can we go somewhere? And I said, okay. So I rented a cabin in the Great Smoky Mountains, and there is where we went. We went from beach to mountains. (laughs) So that's where we were. Go ahead. As you're taking a drink.
1: (laughs) So I had brought up that I wasn't happy in this relationship. Yes, yes. And... I don't even remember all exactly what happened, but I know I was definitely looking at apartments around where we lived that I could possibly afford on my own. Because even then, what, like six months before we actually broke up. So,
0: you were looking at apartments. Was this before we went on this week This was during
1: the vacation.
0: During the vacation. Okay.
1: And... I was just trying to figure out the logistics of living on my own because mm-hmm. I had just had enough at this point. Okay. And you even drove me around when we got back to yes. the area and looked yes. at some places. Yes,
0: I remember that. And so that was nice. Okay. So I know that while we were on this vacation, you you didn't spend a whole awful lot of time because uh, the boys came for... And, Three of them were there for one night, and Miles was there for a couple of nights, and you didn't interact with us a whole awful lot, but at the same time, I could tell you were okay. Yeah. You just kind of needed to be by yourself. And so we let you be. Yeah. And you did. You came and joined us. We, we put a puzzle together. It's in, it's in the tavern on the ceiling. Oh. So we never let you sign it, though. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> but so we, we did that. And you didn't do a whole lot with us, but you you took this time for introspection and thought. And so what did you tell the fiance when we got back to Knoxville?
1: That is a great question. <laughs> um, I don't really remember. I think I just said something really vague along the lines of I'm not happy with where we are. Right,
0: right. Because I know that you guys at that point, you guys kind of, I, I, I can't remember how it happened. I know you said something to him about you being unhappy in the relationship. And so somehow you guys were on not a break like Ross and Rachel were <laughs> but uh there was there there was something he 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 wanted a chance to get back in your good graces yeah. or, or some kind of trial run. Yeah. Or, so I don't know what to call it. But. And
1: in my mind, I didn't tell him this, but in my mind I decided that he had until the end of the year to try to get it together. Right. Because he had been promising our whole relationship, oh, it'll be better when I'm done with school. It'll be better when I'm in college. It'll be better when I move out. It'll be better. And you had passed all these
0: yeah. milestones without whatever getting yeah. better. Yeah.
1: So I had mentally decided that I was going to give him until the end of the year, because if I had told him, he would have gotten better by the end of the year, and then things would have gone back to Right, and right in, in the
0: meantime, you are still, you would have still been planning a wedding. Yeah. At this point was when you put the wedding on hold. Yeah. Okay.
1: And... I don't remember exactly when it was. It was like a month or two after the cabin trip, but I decided that we needed, like, a break break. Okay. So that's when I came to your house for a few days. Yes. And I left without him knowing because he he wouldn't listen to me no matter what. I'm just like, I need a break. No, we can work things out. I need a break. No, we can work things out. I need space. No. So, I so just So he
0: didn't want to give you what you said you needed what after introspection and thought mm-hmm. and 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 because you are the kind of person that will sit down and think something through until it can't be thought through anymore. Yeah. Um after all that, you're telling him exactly what you need and he is saying no.
1: Yeah. So while he was at work, I just I got the help of the same friend from mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. and we got what I needed for a few days and got me out of the apartment, <laughs> okay okay, and some could argue that that's not the best approach. Well, did you feel like that was the only thing
0: the only option left? yeah, Okay. <laughs> then that was the only approach so if if you if you are harboring any guilt about that, don't because <laughs> you you did the right thing you you got. The space that you needed, however you had to get it.
1: And a lot of... I came back after three days, and a lot of people said I was being really generous by just giving him three days. Yeah, I
0: think that was my comment.
1: Oh, it wasn't just your comment.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> so so by this time, a lot of people had noticed...
1: I was talking to a lot of coworkers that I trusted right, at that point in right. time. People that
0: you considered friends. Yeah, because okay.
1: I hate to be that person... But I think they liked me more than him yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I say about me and your dad. I kept the friends. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the family.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
1: But, uh, so I came back and he was heartbroken and he promised he would change and nothing really changed, but it was like, you know what? The holidays are coming up in a month. Right, we can deal with it. Okay, so we got through the holidays. Okay, and then I was still kind of miserable throughout January, mm-hmm. and then February, um, we flew down to see the grandparents. Right,
0: yeah, I was down there. Yeah, at the time, my listeners know I live half the time in Tennessee, half the time in Florida. Yeah, so I was in Florida at the time, living there. So I got
1: to see you. Yeah, Yay!
0: but the fiance was there. And it was.
1: It was a good trip. Um, because in the entire course of our six-year relationship, we took one vacation together. Yes, I remember
0: that. And it, it, on the surface, it sounded very, very fun. And it
1: was. Okay.
0: But you have a look on your face. You're shaking your head. But it was,
1: it was brutal. Because, you know, instead of taking our time to enjoy this theme park that we went to. Yes. We got sunburned on the first day, like, burnt to a crisp. <laughs> and then instead of, you know, taking a day just to show at the hotel, it's like, no, we had these three-day passes. We're going back to the park in June. Oh, James. my God. In oh my... in June. Oh, my God.
0: You, you, were, you were engaged to your father, weren't you? <laughs> yep. Holy shit, because that's, that's the kind of thing that your dad would do when we were on vacation. It's why I hated our vacation so much. We had to constantly be going and doing. We couldn't just take the time to recover from a sunburn one day.
1: And there was this one roller coaster at the park. And you know I wanted to try all the roller coasters at least once, but there yeah, was just because some, that's you. Yeah, there was just this one. I tried it, and I'm like, nope, I am not going back on that thing ever again in my life. It was terrifying.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Like that one ride at that one park in Florida
1: that we took. Yeah.
0: You on? Okay, I'm still sorry about that. It's okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I had no
1: idea it would turn you green. For reference, uh, I was I was terrified. Let me find a picture of it. Okay. It had only lap bars. No, mm-hmm. I was gripping onto the like, just gripping onto them for dear life, and I'm like, I will never go on that thing again. Oh my god, I want to try it once. Um, apparently, first thing in the morning when it's first warming up, sometimes it doesn't make it to the top and it rolls back down, <laughs> and they get people can get a second ride. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's not terrifying. Yeah. Okay. so what Dee just showed me here was this roller coaster that i would love to try that goes basically straight up on one side the little hill that you hang on to for dear life and then it goes straight down on the other side there it doesn't look like there's a
1: grade nope <laughs> and you know it was fun i was glad to try it yeah but i was like i'm not going on that thing again and, he and was how like- old were you Old oh, enough no, no, no. to know what yeah. you liked,
0: and because yeah. you were, God, how old were you? Like
1: twenty, something like that, okay. nineteen or twenty. So it's it's not like you were eight years old, like this maybe twenty one, maybe on. twenty one. I think we got alcohol on that trip. Okay, okay, I got alcohol. On that yeah. Trip. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he was like, no, 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 it's fun. We can go on it again. We can go on it again. No, I'm not going on that thing again. Come on, let's do it again.
0: So he heard you say no.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: like you didn't say anything.
1: Yeah. Thankfully, he did not force me on it. Okay.
0: But he... He's... If he had forced you on it, at this point, I would be in my car going over because I know where he lives. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Oh, God. What were we even talking about? Oh, yeah. The trip to, to uh, Florida with the grandparents. Yes. So, you know, it was fun. It was like kind of our second... Not really our second trip in general. We had taken, like, trips with you to Florida before. Right,
0: right. And you guys had been to Chattanooga, I think, with his parents yeah. or, or something Yeah, but it was, like, like that, our first but... time
1: going on an airplane together right. and all that fun stuff. Right, an actual vacation yeah, trip. Yeah, even though we were staying with family, it was still yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. But then it just kept going downhill and downhill, and then I think it was early March when I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, the breakup. It's like, let's just sit down. Let's have a talk. There were tears on both sides. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, he had to, at this point, he's been on probation, as it were. He had to know that the talk was coming, whether it was a good talk or
1: a bad talk. There there had been multiple attempts at the talk up to this point. He just kept shutting it down. And he tried that again this time, and I'm like, no, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So there were tears on both sides, because, you know, I we were together for so long, I still cared about him, obviously, right. but I just didn't want to spend the rest of my life with right. him. and I
0: know you got good memories, I still have good memories of your dad, even though he's a yeah. colossal ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My, just for, so those of you know, Didi is not six years old. She has her own mind. She knows she loves her dad. And she knows I can say these things. Besides, <laughs> she knows he's a colossal ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there was just all this talk about, well, what if we get back together on down the line? Can I see the wedding dress? No. Oh, that I'll take that as a sign that I still have hope for. blah, blah, blah. And just... Refusing to admit that it was over, uh, lots of accusing me of being a monster. Lots of why were why
0: I, I need to know why you were considered to be a monster. Was it Cause because I was breaking up with because him? Because you were breaking up with him. Okay, so he was the the injured party. Yes. Okay.
1: Despite the fact that I had been hurting for quite a while. But right. that didn't matter. That didn't matter. No. A whole lot of, well, what am I going to do without you? I don't know how to live without you. You are the reason for living.
0: <laughs> he actually said those things.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, my therapist was like, the inability to be alone... Is what causes codependency? Okay, wow. So he couldn't. He can't be alone. That they're in lay lay lay. They're in
0: they're in lay the problem. <laughs> yes, because
1: I am an Blue? introvert. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, you are an introvert. I need my alone time. My current boyfriend and I have already agreed. When we get a place together, it has to be a minimum of two-bedroom, preferably three-bedroom, okay. so we can have our alone time. Okay, okay. And, like, a room for the cat. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's saying all this. hmm I leave the house, go do whatever, because I just need to cool off. Yeah. Less than a month later, he's bringing this new girl to the apartment that we both still live in. I remember that.
0: Yeah. She had a stripper name, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and if you're a stripper, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's nothing, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a stripper. I think that Didi here could totally rock it and make a killing if she became a stripper. But that's okay. Uh, but everybody has a, a certain stripper name in their mind that, oh yeah, that's a stripper name. Yeah. And this was definitely a stripper name.
1: So, he was bringing this girl home, and I confronted him about it. I'm like, dude, why are you being like this? Oh, it's nothing serious, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... So, okay,
0: now I'm going to maybe cross a line. I don't know. Uh, I know that when you guys were living together, you shared a bed, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to guess at this point, one of you was sleeping on a couch? Yes, he was. Okay. He He eventually
1: brought his bed from home. So he took the second bedroom. Second bedroom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That was another thing. He tried to guilt trip me, being like, sleeping on the couch is so hard. I just can't do this. I need you. And I'm like. That's a nice couch. Yeah. And I'm like, number one, I have offered to swap out the bed with you. I will sleep on the couch every other night if that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And all my coworkers, I have told this so, they, they so that they know that you are you were willing to compromise. Yes, I was. Okay. And he was just being the martyr basically. Okay. Okay. But so, he's bringing this girl home and I can hear them like talking in his room at this point. Mm-hmm. Like calling each other babe, like babe, 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 babe. Seriously? Mhm. Ew. And, and I'm like, why are you bringing her here? Oh, it's nothing serious. So, was he trying to make you jealous? Probably. Okay. Why are you having sex with her? I'm not having sex with her. I I found a used condom in the trash can. Well, it wasn't yours. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's lying straight up to my face about this. Speaking of the lying. um, Yes gaslighting. I don't know if you're going to make an episode about gaslighting.
0: Well, we can make this one about gaslighting. Okay.
1: But a fantastic moment that happened um was a couple months later, I started kind of casually seeing this guy, you know, just kind of talking, kind of dating, kind of whatever. But it wasn't serious yet. It wasn't official yet because I was uh-huh. still healing. Yes. And he respected that. He is now my current boyfriend because okay. he's wonderful. Yes, yes.
0: Um Dee's current boyfriend is spectacular. <laughs> I really like this guy. I really like him.
1: But I was respectful of the fact that, you know... I'm not going to be bringing a guy home while my ex is there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if if I ever had him come over to pick me up before going out to lunch or something. So, i got to interrupt.
0: You were still living with the ex at this time. Yes. How long did you guys stay in the same apartment after you broke up?
1: Not even three months. Not even three months. And okay, we will get to that. Okay.
0: Because that was that was where I thought maybe the listeners were getting a little confused. So you haven't moved out yet. I have not moved out yet. You've, you've looked at apartments, but you haven't moved out, and you are now officially dating someone else.
1: Not officially. Not officially. Not officially. We're just kind of getting to know each other, testing okay. the waters, because he had also just gotten out of a relationship. Okay. So
0: you guys are at the beginning stages of possibly maybe dating. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: So, he comes to pick me up one day, and I I struggle with depression. I have my antidepressants right here next to us, and I am not ashamed to admit that. Yes, and I I honestly
0: think that you come by that hereditarily, too, from both sides of the family. They have done great
1: things for me. I mean, as you can see, my apartment's cleaner than it was a month ago. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I thought you were just doing that for me, so. I mean, maybe. No. (laughs) (laughs) But so, he had noticed that... At this point in time, my cat has come to live with me. Yes, um, he is my emotional support animal because yes. he is wonderful. He gives me all the love. He is such a lovey-dovey kitty. But I have a little. I was having a little bit of trouble adjusting, so I was having trouble, you know, getting into this routine. And yeah. he noticed that the calendar box is kind of full, and he's like, "Here, I'll scoop that for you while you go get ready to go out to lunch or whatever we were gonna do." Uh-huh. Because he's just great that way. Yes. So,
0: this is current boyfriend before he was current boyfriend. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, we go out. We do whatever. He drops me off. Obviously, not coming back in because I don't know if the ex was home or not, but that wasn't a game I wanted to play. Right. Because I respect the fact that, hey, I'm not going to bring someone else into this apartment while I'm still living with you. So,
0: basically, you're treating your ex the way that you want to be treated. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. And so, I don't know if it was that same day or if he sent me a text about it later on. But you know what he did? He who? My ex. Your ex. Okay, what did he do? He told me in some form or fashion, Hey, I scooped the cat litter box for you. You knew it wasn't
0: him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So... What was he trying to prove? That he can be a responsible person? I don't know. By lying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. And I just... I, that sticks with me. It's like, what are you trying to prove here? Are you trying to make me feel crazy? I know it wasn't you who scooped the cat litter box. Right. That's <laughs>
0: nuts. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me he'd been stalking you Oh, God, something. no. Oh, he's too lazy for that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So this is probably April, May, something like that that happens. Okay. May, he lets me know that he just can't live with me anymore. What? Okay, he's gone from,
0: I will die without you. You are my reason for living. It's just too hard on him to have me there. He just can't do it.
1: he's still in love with you. Probably.
0: And it's it's killing him to not
1: have, to see you on a daily basis and not have you. Probably. Because at this point, I was holing up in the master bedroom. Mm -hmm. I would get home with my food, go hole up in the bedroom, and that would be it. I didn't have to see him. I didn't have to talk to him. Whatever. And there was a
0: bathroom. Yeah. So you just, once you were in there, you just, it was like being back in your college I gave up
1: access to my TV in the living room. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to see him. Okay. But so he tells me that he just, he can't live with me. And it would be better if I find somewhere to move out to. So, you know, whatever. I've already been looking at places. Mm-hmm. I go. Thankfully, the place I'm at now, they had one apartment left for me to move into in June.
0: Oh, good. So, and this was May. Was it the beginning, middle, end? I don't know at this
1: point. It was just May. It was just May. You just,
0: fuck it. It was just May. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My, uh... My current boyfriend, then getting a little bit more involved. He took me on a fantastic date for my birthday. It was it was great. Aww. <laughs> but so, you know, I find my place. I move out. I get moved into my new place. Everything goes great. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, he's talking to people at work. The ex. Yeah. Okay. The ex is talking to people at work.
0: Who... That
1: you both work with. Yes. Okay. Actually, at this point, I think he had transferred stores. Okay, okay. But one of the people that he worked with was working with my now boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They were talking, and she was like, Oh, yeah. And this guy said that his ex left him financially strapped when she moved out. So he's blaming. Yup. Oh, my goodness. He also painted me to be a am- mute. Am- am- emotionally abusive you yeah the emotionally abusive one yeah uh,
0: what do, do you have
1: any idea how he painted you in such a light the only thing that I can think of is that when I get into a fight with a partner I kind of shut down I need to think mm-hmm. about things that's
0: that's how I am you get that from me you learned it from me or inherited it I'm sorry <laughs>
1: Because if I immediately respond with what's on my mind, I'm going to lash out and cause harm. And I don't want to do that. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: So I shut down. I cry because I'm just a crier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's me too.
1: God, you are me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Jesus. That's the only thing that I can really think of. I mean, was I the best girlfriend or fiance? Probably not. None of us are.
0: I mean, none of us are.
1: But... I mean, he made me cry at work multiple times for the way he treated me. And coworkers saw the way he treated me. Okay. So, but yeah, I was, I was accused of leaving him financially strapped. And then, you know, a few months down the line, he sends me a picture of his bank account with, yeah. what, like five digits in it? Yeah,
0: you told me about that. Yeah. And, and that made me ask you the question, did he ever even know you? Because I know you, of course I've known you since before you were born, um, (laughs) you're not the kind of person that's going to be swayed by somebody's income. Yeah. And for him to have texted you a screenshot of what was in his bank account, that just seems like a desperate cry for help to me.
1: Yeah. And, um... Definitely did not leave him financially strapped. Okay,
0: I did. I didn't think so. was was there any ever a time so he isolated you, he made you cry at work. I'm gonna guess he belittled you.
1: Yeah, uh, one event that really stands out in my mind. We were at work, we were working together at this point in time, mm-hmm. still together. This was when we were still a thing. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what was going on. I I. T- just typical work crap. Yeah. But he called me, I, he said I was being a brat about something. And he thought he could talk to you this way because why? Because you guys had a relationship? Probably. Because I know he wouldn't talk to any other coworkers like that. Okay. I mean, unless it's like the joking, like, best friend coworker, hey, you asshole, or whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, Miles calls me a voluptuous bitch sometimes. So, yeah. I- <laughs> So it it wasn't like that. Oh, you're being such a little brat. Stop it. It's so cute. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, he he said this very, very meanly. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, there I am just on the front end of a grocery store fighting off tears. You know, it's fine. (laughs) And some people might not say I was the best worker by the time that I ended up quitting my job. But people liked me. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. You know, it, I don't think it was a me problem. Okay. There's a whole lot I could go into about why I quit, but that's not what this episode. No, about. No, no, no. But uh, if it has to do with
0: codependency, we can go th- I mean, we've already gone down so many rabbit holes. <laughs> so.
1: But I mean, you know, people at work just saw the way I was, saw the way he was, saw the way he treated me, the way I treated him, mm-hmm. the way he treated others, the way I treated others. Right. And... I still, I'll go in there and everyone will be like, hey, Uh and I know whenever he goes in there, he still goes in there to do shopping occasionally, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't get the same reception. All his bro buddies have transferred to different stores at this point. Oh, okay. And
0: he no longer works there, right? He's all, he's a a three-piece suit kind of guy now.
1: I think he works there like one day a week. Oh, really? Probably just to keep the stock. Okay. Which I don't blame him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not not a a publicly sold company.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I can't say that I blame him on that.
1: Yeah. But so, you know, it's just... We, we would sometimes talk and joke about, oh, ha-ha, what if we broke up? And I'd say things like, oh, I'm sure you'd have girls all over you, because I see girls flirting with him. Yeah, well, he's cute. Yeah. He's cute. And when I would point out things like, hey, that girl's flirting with you. Hey, do you have feelings for this girl? Y'all act really close. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, no, no, no. But, you know, like me trying to build him up, like, oh, if we ever broke up, ha-ha. Right. He would say something like, oh, no one could put up with you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I, I really started to believe that. That's why it took me so long to break up with him. Wow. I am definitely going to go kick some butt. <laughs> I had
0: no idea. Yeah. I, I really did. And that's, that's one of the things that I've got on my notes about codependency was... If you, for whatever reason, ever end up on your own, like when dad divorced me, there are still things because I was so codependent on him. There are still things to this day I can't do. Yeah. And I took care of him at one time. At one time, I was
1: able to do all these things. So it's, it's definitely a process. Yeah. And my therapist was asking me today, how did you feel when you finally took that leap and were on your own?
0: Isn't it amazing? Yes! Oh my god. I was like,
1: you know, if I want to sit on the couch and fall asleep until 2 in the morning watching TV, I don't have to feel feel guilty about not coming to bed. Exactly. Exactly. I can do what I want, when I want, and I feel bad for my boyfriend when we move in together. Well, no. (laughs) I mean,
0: don't. Because he's your boyfriend, and he needs to accept you for who you are and the fact that when you were with the ex that you guys would try to change behavior to make each other happy and we had to do everything
1: together i Uh i couldn't even just sit in the second bedroom and play video games on the smaller tv he would come in there and sit next to me just to be with me
0: so you had gone into the second bedroom to play video games on the TV because he was, what, watching a movie or something in the living room? Doing or?
1: something. I don't know what. Okay.
0: And and he
1: would just get lonely. Yeah. you And uh, so I don't know if you know this. I don't know how much you've been on social media. Not a lot. But he and the new girl had broken up. He's now with someone else already. Oh, my
0: goodness. So he he can't be alone. He really can't. What
1: did his parents do to him?
0: Uh, I mean, they
1: weren't the best.
0: I know. I know. And I think that's where a lot of the issues
1: stemmed from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've got a whole thing written about me and my dad for the whole codependent <laughs> issue. So, yeah, I basically married a, a kinder, gentler version of my dad, and you were about to do the same thing. Yeah. So, at least you stopped the cycle.
1: Yeah. Yay! Oh, that's a big thing me and my therapist have been talking about, is breaking mm. the family cycles. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can definitely tell her that I married my dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I don't know about Granny, I, I don't, Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, thinking about my dad just makes me bleh. (laughs) No, I don't have daddy issues. (laughs) I have to
1: pee. Okay.
0: (laughs) Do you want to keep talking? Uh,
1: sure. You can? I'll think of more fun things to talk about. Okay.
0: I mean, while I'm in the bathroom. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So go ahead and talk. Okay. Let's see. A good example, I guess, um... Another example would be, it was our first year together. We had just passed our one year anniversary. And I found out he had feelings for someone else. And (laughs) so I was like, you know, why should I be with you? I can't do this. If you have feelings for someone else, why not go be with them? He's like, no, no, I don't want to be with her. I want to be with you. And it just, it got real ugly real fast. And uh, that was my first clue that things weren't going to be pretty. I'm not a fan of the idea of once a cheater, always a cheater, because people can change. But I just. There were signs all throughout a relationship that. That I just didn't feel quite good enough. I could definitely tell when he was flirting with people. And when people were flirting back. And it made me feel really insecure. But you know, he stayed with me. So why why not stay with him, you know? I don't know. But So that led to a lot of insecurity and jealousy. And... <laughs> Just talking about uh, when he got feelings for that other girl.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. Hi.
0: No. Oh, I know. I know it. I know it. So you were talking about when the ex developed
1: feelings for the stripper name girl? No, um oh that whole fiasco
0: that That was when you guys were still very very young yeah
1: a year in
0: yeah god that was oh you know and in retrospect that should have been big red flag Mm -hmm. to me as a mother and you as a a i wanted to break up with
1: him then actually i'm like you know you like her go for her yeah but he wasn't having any of it. No, no, no. You're the one I want to be with. Do you know if he
0: still talks to her or No anything? idea. So, what other codependent tendencies did the ex exhibit? It's got to be easy to see the red flags now that you're out of the relationship.
1: Um, inability to take responsibility for things. Such as? Um... Chores, for example, like emptying the cat litter box. Yeah. Okay. Um, a big one is. Why did we let the apartment get so messy? Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: when he would say this, he meant you. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that was a big one of, of your dad's. Uh, and and I'm not saying that to be mean. Uh, it was, the. Yeah, same characteristic. He would say, we need to do such and such. We need to paint the house. We need to mow the grass. Yeah. And I'd get out there on the lawnmower and (laughs) and ride around and cut the grass. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And who painted the... Well, you were too young to remember. I'm the one that painted the whole house in Georgia. Inside, not the outside.
1: And, like, for example, um, when we got our tax returns... I don't remember. It was maybe, like, the second year we lived together. I don't remember exactly. But it was when we upgraded to an apartment with washer-dryer connections. But we used my tax return to get a washer and dryer. Yes. It was something for us. Right. He used his tax return on a mountain bike. I remember that. I do. And I felt like, you know, our money didn't have equal value. Like Exactly. My he, money. So
0: you were supplying something for both of you to use equally. Yeah. And you weren't going to go out and get on that mountain bike. No, nope. I-
1: <laughs> So it just, it made me feel really dependent on him. And he also made more at work. An hour than I did. I remember that. Because he was offered a bullshit raise to transfer stores. Yeah. And when I started telling people how much he made and why he made that much, oh, people got salty. Well, yeah, people get salty about money. Yeah. So. I wasn't telling everyone, but, like, close friends who had the same position as us, I'd be like, Yeah, you know he's making this much because of this, Right what? (laughs) Well, and two, if he didn't want you to know, he shouldn't have told you what he made. Exactly. But I felt really dependent on him because he was making slightly more an hour than I was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He got full time despite the fact that he was in school and I really wanted full time and I had the availability for it but, you know, they didn't give it to me which, Mm -hmm. thankfully, I made a career switch. Yeah. So it, it all worked out. Yeah. But... You know, it maybe feel really dependent. Like, he's going to spend his money on what he wants. Yeah. So, I have to make sure I have enough money for both of us.
0: And that's one of the things that I have in my notes. Uh, the Financial dependence is what a lot of people will try to create in a codependent relationship. They will try to make somebody rely on them. For finances, okay. Dee Dee has a oh, light bulb going off over her head. My
1: god, I don't know if I told you about this fight. I think you heard it. You were in your bedroom and you heard us screaming at each other outside. This was before we moved in with each other. Yeah. And we were talking about the idea of bank accounts. I wanted to keep separate bank accounts and get just a joint bank account to put like, rent Rent. money in. Yeah, rent and and bills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe a vacation savings or whatever. Yeah. He wanted a joint bank account completely. Like, all our paychecks and everything go into the one bank account. Oh, hell no. And I kept trying to explain, we can have this bank account for, for bills and rent and whatever. We could just each contribute every week or every month as needed. Yeah. He's like, well, what if you forget? I'm not going to forget. Well, what if you forget? And it just ended up with us in the driveway of you and my house yeah, screaming at each other about I this. don't
0: remember this. How could I forget this? Because bank accounts are a big issue with me.
1: And he ended up just driving off and leaving me in the driveway crying. And so five minutes later, I called him begging him to come back saying that we could do the joint bank account.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay signs that you're in a codependent relationship is somebody making you depend on them financially because dad did that (laughs) again and and he did and he would he would say things to me like uh because he would give me so much money a month out of his paycheck he would transfer it i had my own bank account but he would give me money to put in it for groceries and it, it was supposed to cover everything.
1: Yeah. Everything
0: for the household that wasn't a bill. So everything had to come out of that. And including like the Christmas gifts that I would buy him oh. or or whatever. So I had to save money all year yeah. to buy the Christmas I gifts. I didn't know that. Yeah. And he would make comments to me about oh, that was a nice book I got myself. Damn. Yeah. So, or or a nice pair of shoes I got myself. I'm like, I got you those. Yeah, but where'd you get the money? And actually almost rub my face in the fact that, yeah. So. Okay. Okay, you can talk to your therapist about that next time. <laughs> and uh, so that's, that's one of my issues that I still have is being financially independent. So I have a bad time with it now correct me if i'm wrong but (laughs) okay she just picked up the cat butt first
1: as Um, usual as usual
0: (laughs) she she used to do this to cats when she was little it was so cute and this one cat that her babysitter had would just let her carry it around butt in the air head down it was so cute of course this was before cell phones and i don't have a picture of it anyway When you were with the ex-fiancee, and you guys were starting out, you were still living at home and everything, and he would come to our house. There was one night, I remember, he had to spend the night in our guest room because the snow was really bad. Yeah. And we lived on kind of a hill, and (laughs) he couldn't get out of the neighborhood without going up a very steep hill, so we let him spend the night. We had cats. He was allergic to cats, or so he said. So he says. So he said. So and he says. Yes. So uh, he, I, I, I felt so bad. I gave him allergy medication, and I, I tried to keep the cats away from him. But we had this one cat who was so lovey-dovey, and he kept going in there and trying to love on him. And I felt really bad. And then, so that was his big reason that you couldn't have this lovely little creature who's sitting on your lap right now when you guys first moved in together. Yeah. It wasn't the pet rent or the raisin rent that he objected to, supposedly. It
1: was, I'm allergic to cats. You can't have your cat. And I I want you to read this text that he sent me, uh, 13 days ago.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, he sent a picture. It's got two cats on what looks like a bed. These are adorable kitties. Oh, my God. (laughs) And, yes, my allergies are constantly flaring, he says. Asshole. (laughs) Asshole! I'm glad I didn't read the text out loud, but, yes, he's got two kittens. Asshole, and even even Booby here is is giving me a mean look. Like yes, he's an asshole. Yes, you wouldn't dare say that out loud, but yes. He doesn't want anything to do with the microphone. So that was uh, Didi's Dee kitty, her therapy <laughs> kitty, purring into the microphone. And he is actually sitting on the table, letting her pet him. So if you come to Dee Dee's house for dinner, make sure you clean off uh, where you're going to eat. Because there might have been a cat butt there. And if you're in Dee Dee's house, that's okay. Because she probably likes the cat more than you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's 420. Oh, Lord. I don't have any with me. (laughs) So... Were there other instance, instances, incidences of uh, uh, examples of codependency that you recognize now? Hmm.
1: Little silly ones, like having to spend Christmas Day with his family instead mm-hmm. of doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Like the. Excuse you. <laughs> Ah, kitty play time. Like, the entire day. Like, maybe maybe we'd have a little bit of time for, for my family, but right. even when we made the agreement, like, one year we'll do it with, with my family, one right. year we'll do it with your family, it right. always ended up being his family, because his mom threw a, th- a fit about it. So, in turn, he had to make me spend time with his family. Right, right. I, I know how that goes, trust
0: me. Yes, my own codependent relationship. Was there anything else you wanted to share about the ex or the current? How how do they differ? I know that, I know just from what I have seen of you and the current boyfriend, he is, he is so good for you. Yeah. Because he lets you be you. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't try to force you into a little box or, or whatever and make you be something that you're just not or yeah. not comfortable being. Yeah. So. Like,
1: for example, he has a really talkative family member who only comes to visit on holidays. Mm-hmm. And last time we saw her, um, after we got away from the conversation, he's like, how are you holding up? Are you okay?
0: Aww.
1: <laughs> Aww and just like little things like that cuz he knows you're
0: introverted.
1: Yeah. Okay. And he has no problem with me playing D&D games with people that aren't him. Mm-hmm. Like I have a game that I do every week on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, he was just out here chilling in the living room playing video games and mm-hmm. I was playing D&D. And I had started a load of towels because I've been putting them off for weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know how that goes. I need to do laundry, too. And after he got out of the shower, he put the last towel in and got the wash going. Mm -hmm. And since I was still playing my game when the wash finished, he he walked by, waved hi to me, and put them in the dryer and started it. How nice. Right? (laughs) Wow. And it's just, I mean, that's just a little thing, but yeah. it's so considerate. Or, like, I'm I'm back on the train of trying to lose weight. Okay. Let me ask you why. Uh, just, the number's way too high <laughs> for me. Okay, okay. And and I'm concerned about our family history. Okay,
0: okay. I was gonna say, because you look fine to me. Well, thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay. But, you know, I'm your mother, I'm biased,
1: so. <laughs> but, um, so I, I, we were talking about, like, future boundaries and things like when we eventually move in together yeah like hey if you buy yourself a pack of sodas can you pick me up a pack of sparkling water he's like yeah, yeah that's so easy that's no problem yeah or like how he's agreed to live on his own first yes, before that living was, with me
0: tell our listeners about
1: that that was you put your foot down about that so x and i I lived um, with a couple of roommates in college for a year before moving in with him, so I had had some experience, Mm -hmm. you know, living on my own and whatever. Yeah. But he went straight from living with his parents to living with me. So he never really learned how to take care of himself, take care of a household or whatever. And he never had,
0: like, the roommate dynamic. Yeah. To get used to. Yeah. He just had family and then, boom, you.
1: Yeah. So that led to a lot of issues because... I clean differently than he does. I'm okay with a little bit of clutter. It's right. whatever, but it has to be immaculate for him. So that kind of, we kind of clashed on that a little bit because he hadn't learned how to live with anyone and deal with someone else's cleaning standards. Uh huh. We weren't good at splitting up chores at all.
0: Okay, because he wouldn't be responsible or... Because you wouldn't be responsible, or... Both. Okay.
1: I would get really frustrated with the lack of help, so I would stop doing things. Then he would get frustrated with me for not doing things, and then...
0: God, you just described my marriage! <laughs> Again, to your father!
1: And then he'd take, like, my one day off a week and be like, Hey, let's clean today. No, I don't want to. No, that's
0: your one day off. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, Okay. God, you
0: you did you avoided marriage with your father.
1: <sighs> and just just little things like that. He didn't learn how to be considerate towards living with another person okay. or anything like that. Okay. So I set my foot down with my current boyfriend. I'm like, "You have to live on your own in your own apartment for a minimum of 6 months, preferably a year." Okay. Just because <laughs>
0: leases typically go a year yeah so. and
1: i can extend my lease by like six months once mm-hmm. it is up for renewal this june mm-hmm. so that'll just make things easier mm-hmm. so he has to live on his own first he's moving out in less than a month at this point okay Okay. and he's gonna be living on his own and we'll be moving in together sometime next year Okay. But he has to learn how to live on his own first, his preferences, his way of doing chores, everything right, like that.
0: Right. I think that's a good idea and that's something that you you probably owe to the ex. Yeah. For you know of course if he hadn't been such a needy asshole,
1: yeah. You wouldn't have been having to go there in the first place. So. yeah because I mean, I'll be honest, I've been living in this apartment for a year and a half now yeah. and I'm only just now learning how to take care of it and myself in an efficient way yeah and
0: and a lot of that you can talk to your therapist about this i I did I, I did what you did with the ex I did this with your dad I didn't get any help from him. With the cleaning and everything. And I, I, you probably can't remember living in a neat house. There, You know, because the clutter was always there. And I, I did the same thing. So it's it's a good thing that you put your foot down. And it's a good thing that you're learning. Because, like I said, I just didn't teach you. So if you need me to come over and, you know, teach you these little things, even though I'm a decade late doing it... <laughs> you can definitely ask me to do that and I'll be happy to
1: okay but yeah it's just it it's nice that we've already we've already discussed a lot of boundaries too like when we're living together we're gonna have that joint bank account for bills and rent mm-hmm. and a vacation fund but that's okay. it we're still okay. gonna have our own accounts okay good deal good deal like we, we we've talked about a lot of boundaries already which is another thing that uh the ex and i didn't do we just kind of Went with the flow of things. Yeah, but, you know,
0: in hindsight, you just didn't know. Yeah. You really didn't.
1: I mean, some high school relationships work out, but there's a reason a lot of them there don't.
0: Is, there is a couple that I went to high school with. That they got married right out of high school, they are grandparents now, still as happily. Well, according to Facebook, anyway. <laughs> you know, but they they are, you know, these kind of people that go to church and they're just very, very thankful for the little things in life. So yeah. I, I do imagine that they are still happy together. Yeah. So it happens. It happens. Yes, you're right. There are high school relationships that can last a lifetime. Yours just didn't. Yeah. So, are there any other red flags you want to tell our listeners about that they maybe need to watch out for, or...
1: Um, if they don't like you as who you are, then they're not okay. worth your time. <laughs> I
0: like that mindset. Um, what about... And this is one of the problems that I have with codependency... It's kind of like a victim-blaming kind of thing because I'm the one who's codependent. I'm the one that needs to change my behavior. That's not fair. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not requiring me to
1: change a core part
0: of myself. It's just requiring me to be myself.
1: Oh, man. Another thing I just thought of is I, I... I've been really wanting to upgrade my wardrobe for years now. Even when I was with the ex, I was like, I want to upgrade my wardrobe. Yeah. And I would talk to him about things. And for the longest time, I wanted just a nice pair of boots. And I told him this. And he's like, why? You couldn't wear boots. You're not a boots person. What does that even mean? I don't know. Trying to undermine Uh, my self-image. My my
0: (laughs) understanding is if you have feet and some people don't. And they may have prosthetic feet that they can still wear a goddamn boot on. <laughs> if you've got feet, you're a boot person. Yeah.
1: jeez. There's this one pair of Doc Martens I really want. They've been out of stock for a few months now, but I, I have a screenshot of them, and they're just, they're totally my aesthetic. Let's see. Let's
0: see. I'll see if I can see you in these.
1: Oh, my God. I love them. Right?
0: Those are you would actually be a, a shit kicking person. Like in just those.
1: imagine me in like a cute skater girl dress, those boobs. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. I can I can totally see you, but that didn't fit the ex's image of you. Yup. So and again, like with the bank account, did he really know you? I don't think he ever did. I don't think so. Hmm. Well, that's just sad. <laughs> Any other red flags? Any other things that that jump out that, like you said, if you can't be yourself with this person, fuck them?
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, nothing I can think of right now. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and turn everything off
1: then. Okay. How do I do
0: that? <laughs> I'm not used to looking at it from way over here. Okay. And just like that, we're back in Slit Radio Studios. Okay. Before we go, there are some things that I want to review about codependency. The first thing you have to have in any relationship is open, honest communication, right? In any relationship, any relationship, you have to have that open, honest communication. And also in any, any, any relationship, I don't care if it's with your cat, you need to be able to stand on your own two feet. You need to have your own interests, your own finances, your own friends, your own time, your own hobbies, your own stuff. And yes, you can have some of this in common with your significant other. Absolutely. That's ideal. It really is. It gives you things to talk about and things to do together. Absolutely. But even if you share these things in common, let's say you have an interest in photography together, you can go off by yourself to photograph wildlife or flowers, or whatever, you don't have to have your significant other with you. It's when you don't have your own time or your own thing, that the situation starts to become unbalanced. Also remember that both of you in your relationship, or in the case of polypeeps, all of you, more than one of you can be codependent in a relationship. And no matter who is codependent, codependent behavior is not healthy. You need to learn to stand on those own two feet of yours. Also remember that if you have what is referred to as a people pleasing personality, you could become codependent without too much effort. You really could. And I, I'm I'm saying that because that's me. So always, always, always have your own best interest in mind. The codependent relationships that I have seen, and I've seen a lot of them in my fifty five and a half years on this earth, but some of the ones that stand out in my mind. You guys heard the story about my mom and the rug. Okay, uh, and I, like I said, I was viewing that relationship through the eyes of the child looking at the parents. I have no idea what their actual relationship was. I don't think I want to know. Um, but no, uh, mom and dad divorced a few years after the rug was purchased. Dad kept the rug and mom mm-hmm. got the kids. Okay. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Mom has been in a a very healthy relationship with my stepdad for over 30 years. Uh, My father is deceased. And before he passed away, he, uh, he was a bachelor for a very long time. And he certainly did the things that he wanted to, so good for him. Dee Dee's relationship. Dee is using this relationship in a very, very positive way. She is using it to gauge her own behavior in her current relationship. She's using it to gauge her boyfriend's relation or her boyfriend's behavior in their relationship. So she is making sure that she doesn't make the same mistake again. And I'm very proud of her for that. She's also teaching me To look at that relationship between her and her ex fiance and use that as a guideline for myself as her mother. Yeah, some of the things that she told me just absolutely sickened me. I have a list now of things that I will be looking for in the future based on this codependent relationship that she was in and the things that she shared with us. Oh, my goodness. Yes, my, my relationship, my codependent relationship. What have I learned from that? A lot. Basically, I am still trying to find myself after being divorced. Now I'm coming up on five years. And I'm still trying to find myself, like I said, because when I was married, for whatever reason, I tried to become someone else. And that, you know, you know how when you take one wrong turn, and before you know it, you're lost, because, well, you have to turn again, and you have to turn again. And now you can't remember which way you turned. Well, that was me. I turned myself into somebody I didn't recognize. And like I said, I didn't like that person. I'm still trying to find my true self. So, wish me luck on that. I also have a friend who is in a, a, not necessarily a codependent relationship right now, uh, but they do exhibit codependent personality traits. This person has always had to be in some kind of a romantic relationship, and they are now married, so that's a good thing. This person tends to get antsy when the spouse is out of town or doing their own thing. Now, the spouse is aware of this codependent tendency. And the spouse is not the the spouse is wonderful. The spouse is not manipulative at all, not narcissistic at all. So for the time being, the codependent behavior is a non-issue. Anyway, and I've got another friend who is in yet another codependent relationship. It just, it keeps on going, doesn't it? Their emotional needs are not being met. They they may as well be on a, a fucking desert island. The spouse in this relationship is just completely oblivious and uninterested, self-absorbed. I really think this one is doomed. Just because it's so, so bad. Like like I said, my friend should just be on a desert island. I think they would really be better off. All I can do is just be there for my friend. So those are just some of the codependent relationships that I've got going on, you know, in, in my life that I can just look at and say, oh, my God, there's a codependent relationship. So what can you do? If you are already in a codependent relationship, that's a good question. The first question I want you to ask yourself is why are you in the relationship? Don't tell me about, oh, well, we got married because we were in love. Okay, that's fine. But why are you in the relationship today? And if you're anything like me, I stayed because I was comfortable. Staying because you're comfortable is just a very poor reason to stay. Okay, it is. You need to ask yourself too, is your significant other as invested emotionally as you are? Your feelings matter. Now, here's one that none of us want to hear, none of us want to answer, but I need you to admit it. Even if it's in your own mind, if, it, if it's going on, you can deny it out loud all you want to. This one was hard for me to say yes to. Are you being taken advantage of even if you don't mind? Oh, I don't mind getting that shirt off the floor. I don't mind going to pick up your dry cleaning. I don't mind waxing the car for you. I don't mind cooking dinner for 30 people. No, I don't mind... Are you being taken advantage of because of your people-pleasing tendencies? Like I said, that one was a hard one for me to admit yes to. None of us likes to be taken advantage of. Now, here's the big question. If you think you're in a codependent relationship, I need you to look at it. And I need you to decide if you, you, if you, you're the only person that matters right now. You are the one I'm talking to. Do you want to be in this relationship? Yes or no? It's not as easy as it sounds. If you want to be in this relationship for yourself and no other reason, okay. We're, we're doing good. Now, if you want to stay because of the children or the pets, or you're afraid to leave him or her, or that you don't have a place to go, that is not a good reason for staying in a relationship. If you do want to be in this relationship, if you really, really feel that you love your partner, and you want to be with your partner, And you feel that your partner will love you when you become the real you. If you can't talk to your partner and you are you want to be in this relationship, you've got to talk to somebody. If you can't if if you're like me and you can't afford to go to a therapist and talk about your codependence, talk to your best friend. You're going to be surprised at how much that helps. And I don't mean just bitch and vent. Okay. I mean, talk to them, talk to them like you want to talk to your significant other. How can you support your friend who is in this codependent relationship without making them look at you as a substitute for their significant other and become codependent on you? That's a good question. It's a tricky question. Activities, yes, I sound like a teacher or a planner or something like that, but I don't want to just say stuff, man. But yeah, do some stuff. This is your friend, okay? This is your, let's say, your best friend, and your best friend is in a codependent relationship and they are coming to you for help, okay? You know your friend. You know, I mean, that's why they're your friend, right? You know what, you know, the things that they like to do, or at least what they used to like doing before they got all codependent on their significant other. If you guys used to enjoy going to the mall and people watching, offer to do that. Say, hey, let's go to the mall like we used to do. Let's just go. Let's just go. Maybe I won't go keep asking, don't give up. Eventually, I will say yes, just because of my people pleasing tendencies. Okay. So when this happens, and I say yes, let's go to the mall. And I want you to be overjoyed. Okay. I want you to be happy that I'm going with you. I I don't want you to make me feel bad because it's been so long. Okay, I please don't do that because people pleasers we get guilty over stupid stupid seeming things. Innocent little comments will make us feel guilty. So if you want to help your friend, don't make them feel bad because it's been so long, just be grateful that they're with you now. Okay, so we're going to the mall. We're going to we're going to people watch like we used to. Okay, if you and I are at the mall, and we decide, oh, well, let's go do some shopping while we're there. And I pick up this outfit. And you're looking at this outfit like, why on earth is she picking that up? That is so not her. And I pick it up and I hold it up, you know, against me like, like all women do. And I'm like, oh my god, this is his favorite color. He's gonna love me in this. What I need you to do with your language is to be my friend and maybe suggest, even if you don't think this outfit looks great on me, suggest a different color. A color that you know looks good on me. So, you know, if I'm holding up this gaudy hot pink outfit that really makes me look bad because hot pink is not my color, be my friend and say, Ooh. You might want, let's see if they've got that in green or blue. Oh my gosh, green is going to make, oh my gosh, green makes your eyes just pop. Or, oh, that shirt makes your boobs look great. You can't beat a boob compliment. You know, make it something about me. All right, so we've got the language and we've got the activities. You know, the things that you can say to your friend and the things that you can do with your friend the one thing that I shouldn't even have to tell you, and you've probably already got this down, is give your friend emotional support. Just just be there for them. At some point, I'm going to need you to help me learn to stand up for myself. Make sure that I'm not just venting, but try some, try some positive reinforcement maybe. I know that goes kind of with the words and the actions and everything, but try some positive reinforcement. If I do something that just benefits myself, that has nothing to do with my significant other, give me a shout out. You know, it just If Back to that outfit that we tried on at the mall, or I tried on, or whatever. Just tell me, oh, I am so glad you got that outfit in green. It just makes your eyes sparkle. What you're not saying is you're not saying, I'm so glad you didn't get that bright pink outfit for dickhead. No, you've made it about me. And you gave me a compliment. So that's positive reinforcement out the wazoo. I think that's everything that I wanted to go over with you, I I know that I've left so much out, and I know that this, this, these two episodes have been so very long, but we're going to just, we'll have to come back to codependency, there's no doubt about that, and we'll definitely have to cover some of these other, uh, the narcissistic personality, and, uh, the domineering personalities and things like that, that we codependent people tend to gravitate toward. I think we've reached the end, my babies. I think we've reached the end. Be sure and uh, catch me. I'm going to do another bonus episode uh, because this one was so long. This is January's and February's. I'm going to be doing another one in March I don't know yet what it's going to be about, but I'm leaning toward the narcissistic personality. I I just, I think that with Didi's experience and my own dismal marriage and some of the other things that I've got friends going through, I think the narcissistic personality is where I'm going to be headed with the next podcast or, or the next bonus episode, I should say. So uh, look for that in the middle of March. Look for me on Tuesdays and Fridays with Slut Radio. And I'll see you then, my babies. Bye-bye.